spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. A vaccine shortage and a presidential promise. Help is on the way. Senate Republicans want to wait until February to begin an impeachment trial. Powerball windfall for the dealer. Distribute some of it to the employees and renovate my kitchen. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Peter King in Orlando. President Biden may have writer's cramp after a second day of signing executive orders. The 10 he signed today are meant to step up federal response to the pandemic. Here's White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. This is the plan. President Biden held up a copy of his 200-page strategy for tackling COVID. We're in a national emergency. It's time we treat it like one. Calling the Trump administration's vaccine distribution plan a dismal failure, Mr. Biden aims for 100 million vaccinations in 100 days. Dr. Anthony Fauci was asked in the briefing room what will change. We certainly are not starting from scratch. Fauci says Mr. Biden plans to build community vaccination centers, work more closely with pharmacies, and invoke the Defense Production Act. So it's taking what's going on, but amplifying it in a big way. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. A plan can't come soon enough for places like Erie County in western New York, where clinics have been canceled because of the vaccine shortage. Brittany Kaza is a medical assistant there. I'm ready to get back to normalcy. I mean, even if it's a new normal. So it's just extremely disappointing, really. CBS's Chris Martinez. Here in hard-hit Los Angeles County, new vaccine appointments for next week remain up in the air. County officials say that's because they don't know how many doses they will get from one week to the next. I know people would, would feel much better if we could say to them, you know, every week there will be X number of appointments for people 65 and older to get their first dose. But we just can't do that because we don't have allocation numbers in advance. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she still hasn't sent the articles of impeachment to the Senate for Donald Trump's trial. And now Minority Leader Mitch McConnell wants to delay that trial until next month to give both sides time to prepare. After years of trying to get compensation for sickness and death from Flint, Michigan's poisoned waters, residents may be getting close to at least some financial satisfaction. CBS's Jim Crisula. A federal judge has given preliminary approval to a $641 million deal that would benefit residents of Flint, Michigan, who were harmed by lead-contaminated water. Residents can object to their share of the payments, and they can pursue their own claims. Experts have blamed bad water for an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease, which led to at least 12 deaths. The Dow closed down 12. Now this. And good afternoon to you. I'm Tim Lance with Portland's Afternoon News here on your Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Right now, time is 4.03. I'm Tim Taylor watching the freeways this afternoon. I'll have your travel times on the 7s. All right, Tim, thank you very much. And in your news today, Oregon Governor Kate Brown delivering her State of the State address. KXL's Mike Turner watched the message virtually today. She noted it's been exactly one year since the first coronavirus case was confirmed in Oregon. Despite the ups and downs, the governor says Oregon is faring better than many other states. Today, Oregon has one of the lowest COVID-19 mortality rates in the country. 
and our daily case counts are among the lowest in the nation. I directed the Oregon Health Authority to speed up our efforts and we are now administering at least 12,000 vaccines per day. On some days, we've administered twice that amount. Governor Brown's state of the state was set for the beginning of the legislative session on Tuesday, but the session didn't begin until this morning because of the Capitol riots. The House and various committee hearings began today. It's the Senate's turn tomorrow. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Well, despite still being in the extreme risk category, the COVID-19 curve is trending the right direction, at least in Clackamas County. But Public Health Director Philip Mason Joyner says there's not an obvious reason why at this point. It gives us a lot of hope and optimism that um, the efforts our community are taking are hopefully working. We do recognize statewide that testing is down. And he says that things, uh, although they look better, hospital capacity in the county continues to be tight. The Oregon Health Authority, meantime, reporting 849 new COVID-19 cases and 11 more deaths from the virus today. That brings the state's totals now to 135,973 cases and over 1,800 deaths. Multnomah County reporting 123 new cases, while Washington County reports 110 and Clackamas County reporting 71. Those deaths occurred between December 28th and January 20th, and they were people between the ages of 52 and 100 years. 329 people hospitalized by the virus as of today. 87 of those patients have been sent to the ICU. First and second graders in the Vancouver School District are going to go back to school beginning next week. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds has that story for us. As the virus progressed, the district began setting protocols up. It started reintroducing some special ed students to classes. In November, kindergarten students also began. Bobby Gentry, principal of the brand new, never used Marshall Elementary School, can't wait to see the kids. We have had very positive responses from our families about coming back to in-person learning. Deborah Hale, in charge of teaching and learning for elementary education, says there's a significant number of parents delighted to have their children return and be exposed to this opportunity. Some parents are opting for remote learning a little bit longer. Some of those parents are kind of judging by, say, vaccination readiness or availability and other things. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Orders of Stuffy's 2 restaurant in Longview uh, that has defied state restrictions by serving customers indoors rallied at the Cowlitz County Courthouse this morning. A court hearing was delayed until next month. The restaurant, by the way, has been slapped with a restraining order and is facing at least $126,000 now in fines. And the Salem Clinic says more than 20,000 patients may have had their health profiles hacked over the last two years. A ransomware attack on the clinic's Portland-based service provider, Metro Presort, occurred back in May. May of 2019, the cyber criminals demanded payment to unlock the company's systems. Metro Presort did not pay that ransom, although it's not known if the hacked information has been used. Patients are being asked to monitor their personal accounts. COVID-19 forcing more people to work from home, and that is changing the area's housing market. KXL's John Eric Smith has the details for us. More and more people are deciding they don't really need to live in the city, so families are leaving, headed to the suburbs. That's causing a steep 
price drop. According to the National Association of Realtors, Portland rent is down over 5.5%. That's steep. It's more dramatic than what the Rose City saw during the Great Recession, and it's more than what 90% of cities around the U.S. are experiencing. Oregon as a whole also seeing a price drop. Rent is 1.5% lower across the Beaver State thanks to COVID. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. A bill to expand sports gambling beyond tribal casinos has been introduced in the Washington State Legislature for the second consecutive year. The Senate bill is being pushed again by Nevada-based Maverick Gaming. It seeks to expand sports betting to include the state's licensed card rooms and horse racetracks. A similar proposal failed last year, but supporters say that this new effort has bipartisan support and could provide revenues to help the state's economy recover from the pandemic. And a day after the Blazers-Grizzlies game was postponed due to contact tracing issues, at least with Memphis, the Blazers-Grizzlies game set for Friday also now postponed and for the same reason. The Blazers say that that game will be rescheduled sometime in the second half of the season. Time for the five things that you need to know today. First, Governor Kate Brown says moving forward in Oregon will involve some looking backward. During her annual State of the State address today, the governor noting how tough 2020 was for Oregonians. And even when you're close to the finish line, the final stretch can be the most challenging of all. And she says once the coronavirus vaccines came along, we could all see the finish line. But she says by looking back, she can tell that in 2021, she wants to push for a more equitable future for minority groups in Oregon. And that includes more changes to the way the voting system works in this state. The country's leading infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, discussing the state of the pandemic throughout the entire country today. When you look at the number of new infections, Infections that we have, it's still at a very, very high rate. Hospitalizations are up. There are certain areas of the country, as I think you're all familiar with, which are really stressed from the standpoint of beds, from the standpoint of the stress on the health care system. Dr. Fauci, by the way, making those comments during an appearance at a daily White House briefing after being absent from the Trump White House for quite some time. House Democrats are pushing for a quick impeachment trial for Donald Trump over the deadly riots at the Capitol. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the trial of the former president is necessary before the country can move on. She also says that she's going to send articles charging Trump with incitement of insurrection to the Senate as soon as tomorrow. And that could set up an immediate trial over the weekend or perhaps next week. Democrats say lawmakers could move quickly because they were all witnesses to that siege. Trump, by the way, told thousands of supporters to fight like hell just before that angry mob invaded the Capitol. Researchers say the population of gray whales off the west coast of the United States has fallen by nearly one quarter since 2016, which resembles a similar die-off about two decades ago. Scientists aren't sure what's been causing this die-off, but that they believe that it's possibly because of uh, population fluctuations and maybe that the number of whales have exceeded what the environment can actually support. And U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders continues to be all the buzz on the Internet. You may have seen these already, thanks to his wardrobe choices from President Biden's inauguration. If you missed it, you need to look it up. Go uh, to KXL.com. Sanders wore mittens that were made out of recycled materials and he wore somewhat of a unique winter jacket. Well, since that time, he has become the subject of countless memes. And those are the five things you need to know today.